Hello and welcome to another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. Oh my gosh, Nicole. Um, this has been a crazy week with a lot of different changes, but there's been so much content this week. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to do with myself. Honestly, I haven't really been on social media as much, only like at night because of how much shit is going on this week. But I, I do have to say we got two premieres on Friday, May 27th, both of them being Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1, and the other being Obi-Wan Kenobi, the first two parts did come out and the third part came out today i won't say any spoilers because zach has not seen part three yet (laughs) shocker um so yeah i think we're just gonna get right into it zach before we before we get into it though just want to remind our folks this is twss our podcast where we talk about entertainment news and stuff like that I am Zach, we have Nicole, and um, just want to make sure everyone knows to check out our Twitter page and our Instagram at TWSSPod and TWSSPodcast, respectively. And then also, if you like what we're doing, please leave us a comment, leave us a review so we know. It's it's really cool for you guys to engage that way with us so we know what if you actually like what we're doing. And it's a good way to kind of get the podcast out there, so it'd be really helpful if you leave a review for our podcast but nicole you were talking about stranger things talking about obi-wan yeah what's what's going on what are we what are we discussing today yeah so um while i okay so i keep telling people that so stranger things um as we said weeks ago when when both were premiering on the same day um we both kind of said that we would watch Stranger Things over Obi-Wan, that that's the show we would start, and I'm so glad I did. Um, it took me, I want to say, four days to finish Stranger Things, Volume 1, because I had no... So, <laughs> going into this Volume 1, I genuinely thought there was only six episodes. I didn't know there was a seventh. So I was really thrown off when I like texted my sister and my friend Gabby and I all of a sudden it went to like next episode and I was like, Willis, what? Like there's a there's a seventh episode. So I was really caught off guard because I thought that volume two was seven through nine. I didn't know it was just eight and nine. Um, But I do have to give huge props to the Duffy brothers, to Sean Levy, everyone behind this season, because this honestly, I think from what I've been hearing besides season one, this has been in Zach cut me off correct me if i'm wrong this has been this probably one of the best seasons to a show thus far season one was amazing because it's something new something that nobody has ever but season four okay i will say then i'll say episode four has is a superior episode compared to the other seasons at least um, I agree. I'd agree with episode four being a great episode, for sure. I think that I, out of anything, I think it should, in my opinion, it's a good contender for an Emmy nomination. Um, Sadie Stink did fantastic. I was wondering because you you always kind of go into a season like how are they gonna how are they gonna work this character's arc? How are they gonna continue to build them? How are they gonna take them down? Like. There's always these questions, and that's kind of these questions now with these kids, because it's been, what, four years since the last season? 
three years since I think 2018. So it's kind of going into it with a fresh mindset of, okay, what can they do? And I have to say, Steve is still superior. I, I love him with the kids, love him with Dustin. Um, I'm, I, I did notice through Twitter comments that they did sideline Mike and uh, Will in this season, and I kind of liked it because I liked seeing the group that we did because that was a fantastic group. The chemistry was amazing. The way that they kind of just bickered and Maya Hawk as um, Robin is fantastic. Sadie Sink blew it out of the ballpark with... I like when they wrap up characters in an episode, like how her character built up to episode four, and then they just kind of wrapped it up all in one, if that makes sense. So it's not like she's going a whole season dreading over Billy's death um, and kind of leading into this depression, but she overcame it and realized her friends are her life her friends are her everything so it was just nice to see that um i just don't see how they spent 30 30 million dollars on every episode like that is mind-blowing to me and i still try to figure that out from episode like one but it it was a good series i think the plot twist at the end was great got that ruined for me from imdb had no idea but i i thoroughly enjoyed it i think that the wait was kind of worth it. Um, The lead up, I like the different plots. I like how they kind of stretched it out. So that way, like Joyce and Murray were doing this, the guys were doing that. And then it's kind of like, okay, what, how can we pull all this together? Zach, what do you think? Yeah, for sure. Um, What do, what do I think? Like, was it worth Um, the wait for you? How I know you are one of the biggest stranger things fans. And I was watching this. I'm like, how is Zach going to react to this? Here's, here's, here's what I feel right now. I'm wondering is you gave us probably the most gruesome season you've ever given us, but does that add up to it being a great season? And that's where I don't know. I honestly don't think so. I think that I had more emotion with the show with season two, okay, season three even. I feel we upped the horror aspect for season four. I feel that the callbacks were amazing. I enjoyed the character growth. I like what you said about, yeah, um, Mike and Eleven became kind of, took a backseat in a way. And we saw the older kids kind of come into their own a lot more. And I appreciate that as well. Um, But, I don't know. I, I, I don't think... I have to see what part two is going to do. Because I really think that this was the shock all part of the episode. This was us learning about Eleven's past. Yeah. And kind of yeah. getting to this point where we we learn about why everything is out to get her and this small town that never really did anything. So I Wild. appreciated that. But Wild. I just have Collective, to say. Collectively, if I'm... Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was just commenting. Like, that was the most wild part was seeing how it came together at the end of episode seven. Like, that... Jamie Campbell Bauer, his acting was phenomenal. Like, I, I think the flashbacks really helped us. And I agree with you on that. I think... 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I have so, I have so many more thoughts on this on this show, but I want you to go ahead. <laughs> I will say though, I felt the show was predictable. Like I don't want to spoil it, but I made the connection very quick to who our big bad is. Okay. And that might just be purposeful that might be i i don't know maybe i'm from an egotistical way maybe just my film knowledge (laughs) but i felt i called it i called it very early and i'm glad it it paid off i thought it was a good payoff but i called it early and i guess I, i was kind of disappointed that i got what i called i would have liked to have been wrong yeah but again i do think it's very interesting i think there's a lot of this season was very interesting and i think when you when you talked about where did the the 35 million dollars go for each episode it went into the cg the cgi this time round was 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 bigger you could yeah. feel it it was bigger the, the what they did with it was i mean you have to when you do a mind flare and that thing destroys the mole like you have to go bigger with the second season the season after sorry not the second season but i don't know i i i liked the the stories within the stories i liked the which one i'm gonna say it. i liked that we were questioning will's sexuality throughout the show this season yeah. I liked that. I liked that we weren't sure is it that Will wants Mike back as a friend or is it that Will wants Mike as more than a friend? Is Will jealous of what Mike and Eleven have? And I liked that they didn't explain it. And I also liked that on Twitter when folks were asking them what it was, they said that the whole purpose is to leave it up to the audience's kind of expectations so i enjoy that part because it raises a lot of questions and then it also kind of adds a different lens to the story which i truly valued so i don't know i found that interesting i also i also liked that you know connections that were made in the third season finally paid off like Susie. yeah you know, going back and meeting Susie and seeing the situation Susie's in, I thought, um, I didn't like Argyle. <laughs> like he, he was fine, but I don't, I don't feel he particularly added anything to the show. He was just kind of there. He was just, I don't want to say unnecessary, but it was kind of nice to he, see. Yeah, he was just. It was nice to see Jonathan have a friend for once, other than Nancy or his brother or everyone right. else because Jonathan's always been kind of by himself throughout the seasons right. and then him not going to see Nancy which I will wholeheartedly say I completely ship Nancy and Steve still and they are endgame but that's a whole other story but I, I agree with you um, Argyle was kind of just annoying like I hope they give him I hope he comes out as a bigger part in a sense, but I just don't see that happening. Like, I just don't understand what the point of him was other than to kind of introduce weed. 
<laughs> into the storyline like um well yeah I, he he seemed like a the the stereotypical embodiment of california in the 80s yeah. that's that's really what it felt like to me but i don't know i'm i'm also like how many times do you have to be yelled at to do something before you do it like they were like, get off the road. And he's like, what? They're like, get off the road. And he goes, what? Get off the road. And then he finally gets off the road. I'm like, how many times do these kids need to tell you to do something? Just do it. Like, stop asking questions. You're not in a situation where you have time to ask questions. Just do what you're told and get it done. So, yeah, that was I, kind know, of I was kind of frustrated at that. You know what's funny, though? I, I had told you earlier, Vecna actually, it wasn't ruined for me, I'm going to say. But I just didn't understand if that makes sense. Cause I, I saw it from the first episode that like Jamie Campbell Bauer was in the show. And for those who don't know who he is, he's been in a previous supporting role. He was in one main role for mortal instruments and he was Jace. And then he played like in twilight. Um, he was in the last, or he was in new moon and brick and dawn. So he was like a, um, Volturi. So he's had like popular roles. He's just not like a huge actor. I would say. So when I saw his name, I was really happy. And I'm like, okay, where is he? And like, he kept tweeting out that he was, oh, like, wait for this episode, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was such a great honor. And I'm like, where the hell are you, dude? So I finally researched him and he came up with Henry Creel. And I was like, but the son is in a coma. Like, how is that going to work? So I'm like reading it and I'm like, I don't know what these characters, like, it listed all his characters. I think it listed Vecna too no idea until finally like that episode came up and I was watching with my dad. I think it was episode six or so. I think it was six. And he like uses his powers after she takes the tracking device out. And I was like, huh? And I started like, it's, I started jumping up and down. My dad's looking at me like I'm fucking insane. And I'm like, Oh my God. So it, it like came back together. I wish I hadn't researched imdb to like kind of see that but i would never have known who he was as a character but i think i don't know i i loved i also have to point out though i loved dustin and eddie i loved them making those pieces together where dustin's like wait a second what if it's all connected like what if this is the general what if this is that and i was like bro bro that would be crazy, like, going from season one and, like, having, like, these mini, like, villains come up and then they're like, but what if this is, like, the big bad? Like, what is if this is the guy who's in charge of hell or whatever it is, the Upside Down? So I like seeing them make I, – I just love the kids. Like, I love how well put together – I love Dustin's mind without Mike and Will because Mike I I don't remember season one but I'm pretty sure Mike was one of like the brainiacs or one of the guys who was figuring everything out so I agree I like that we got Steve Nancy Ed, Eddie became a, my favorite really quick I don't know about you but Eddie I I enjoyed his character I liked how he kind of became a part of the group real quick what did you think of his character well yeah I mean, of course, you become part of the group real quick when your life depends on it. You know, when, when you're these on the are run. the people who are protecting you, of course, you're going to follow instructions. <laughs> um, no, I I, I thought Eddie was good. I, I definitely think he kind of disrobed 
very quickly. And what I mean by that, he kind of set himself up as the weird kid mm-hmm. to start. And then you see that that was just a a guise to protect himself. Like he's got a gooey center, but he's just trying to be tough yeah. and out there so that people will leave him alone. Um, but I did like him. And I did like, I like that he was a, he was a more palatable Billy. Yeah. Like, how do I pronounce this? How do I say this? So, so like Billy was very intense from the get go. Yes. And so, but you learn to love Billy as you went. Eddie was less, less so. Eddie was like. You knew that Ellie was really a softy, but he wasn't you just intimidating. Like he became a likable character very quickly, and you could see like the soft sides of him right, right off the bat right. with Chrissy. Right. So I did like it, but I don't know. I I, I was also like, <sighs> he I, was fine. He was fine. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the banter. I enjoyed how he kind of highlighted. Steve's issues with Dustin and Dustin's issues with Steve and was kind of the foil between them. I did enjoy that. But um, he wasn't a standout character to me. Steve? I felt felt Officer Callahan had way too many lines this season. Um, And you can tell he was the comedic effect from... Are we talking Officer about Steve? Powell, Captain Powell. No, I'm talking about the police officers. Oh, I didn't like them. I felt like Callahan had more lines this season that I felt were unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But it was very obvious they were trying to make him the funny one and Powell the, the straight guy, even though you could tell. But I think there's another point is you could tell both of those individuals were not fit to play the roles they were in as far as their, their actual roles in the show. Um... So being police chief and being like second in command, you could tell that they, mm-hmm. they're not cut out for those roles. But, and you can see the hole that Hopper would fill that was missing, or at least we've come to miss from Hopper. Um, but yeah, I, I, I the Demogorgon attack though, like that was insane. Oh, on the, on the, um, that prisoners yes the whole scene was insane i loved it it was it was it was crazy you know what's interesting is and i, and I liked how they faked us out too yeah no it was it was crazy what i th- what i found interesting about that was every and i know this happens in a lot of shows too but for some reason this one was different because the intensity built up for each set of characters so for like Joyce and Maria was finding Hopper and then for I don't remember what happened in that scene with with the kids. I think it was like the house, them in the haunted house. Um but no, I agree that like the demagogue, like it was nice to see it because I kept forget like they kept referencing it and I forgot what it looked like. So it was nice to kind of see it again in person and be like, okay, how did they get that? <laughs> I it was very clear to me that this was a well-written season. Oh, absolutely. As far as you... And I think you pointed to this already, but I, from my perspective, it was clear that every character had a storyline. And 
it was nice what they did. It was they. I felt like they gave everybody screen time for their storyline they were working through. Um, you like you said, like you knew Joyce was gonna get to Harper. You did not didn't know how it was gonna happen, but you knew it's gonna happen. Um, you knew Eleven was gonna get her powers back. You didn't know how it was gonna happen, but it yeah. was gonna happen. You knew that. Um, I I don't know. I just it just was very clear the storylines and and where things were going, and I appreciated them for it, dude. Freaking, what's her name? Robin's monologue to the psychologist was absolutely stunning. Which one? It was a beautiful speech. The speech that Robin gave to the um head of uh psychiatry at the prison. Freaking fantastic speech. Yes, the the one of Victor. Or no, the one to um the one to like fantastic the fantastic speech. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Like, I, So I would say, like, th- whether you like it or not, this season was expertly written and crafted. It was it was superb. But again, I think the Duffer brothers, the Duffy brother, Duffer brothers and Sean Levy know what they're doing with these characters since they've been with them since season one. So it's nice to see that they're, like, writing these characters and then when they have a new, like, they had Maya Hawk come in in season three Leading into season four, they're like, okay, how can we progress her character? How can we do this? Like, her and Nancy have never commu- have never spoken, have never done really dialogue to each other previous season. And then this one, they kind of became slow, fasting, like, not BFFs, but they became quick allies. They became quick friends throughout the episodes they were in. And they became... It was nice to see how... There was that one scene with Steve where he's he dove into the water because he's like, well, no one else is going to do it, so I'm going to just take the lead on this. And you could tell you're like, okay, he's going to get pulled in like that. There's no way. And it was just nice to see that all these characters literally came like Nancy went in without hesitation. Robin went in right after them. It was nice to just see like how quickly they were able to come together. And I just like that the storyline moved because you know in a lot of shows they just do it. They drag on a plot line. They drag on these characters. But like this one kind of like it hit slow and then went fast. Like the parallel with Eleven in episode one where she was, she didn't have her abilities, but then she like be, starts to realize she's like, okay, maybe I am a monster. Maybe I am this. Maybe I'm like, maybe I did want to kill um, whatever her name was. So it was nice to kind of see how each of the characters started out in this season, like where they were let, where they kind of where they're coming off of and then develop and grow within the season. What do you think? Mm -hmm. No, you are 100% correct. I liked the growth and, and, you know, we need it. If this is going to be the last episode, we need to see them grow up. There is one thing I didn't like, though. What did you not like? The episodes were way too long. I kind of like that. I kind of, I did. I'm gonna, I'm gonna devil's advocate you. And I liked it. Okay, go ahead. Why? I, I, I personally liked it because it means that they're getting to a point. They're getting to, they're, I, I don't, they're getting us through to something. They, 
they're trying to tell all the story and they realize that the show is ending. That's what kind of boggles me is that we're getting this huge big bad and then we still have one more season to go next year. So I'm kind of like, okay, how are they going to beat literally the creation of the Upside Down? Like, How are they going to do that next year? Unless they leave us on a huge cliffhanger and they don't defeat the upside down within the next two episodes but that's just what's mind-boggling me is how are they going to do a season five when this is like kind of the epitome of what the ending should look like it was way too long man i we came from like 45 minute episodes to like a 55 minute episodes to an hour and 20 minutes what are you talking about and i get what you're saying like yeah it's a lot and there's a lot of story to tell but isn't that why you're splitting it into two parts anyway so then part two is going to be probably about an hour and a half on average. Oh, do you so not know like, how long the you episode... You can't binge this in a not, night. Do you not know how long episode eight and nine are? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, boy. Episode eight is like an hour and a half, and episode nine is literally two and a half hours long. Bro, just give us a movie. Why are we, do- <laughs> Why are we doing this? Just give us a movie at this point. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what are they going to do in the last two episodes? That's literally three hours, three and a half hours worth of Stranger Things. What are they going to do for season five? I, it was way too long. I was just so, I was like, when does this end? Like, this is dragging a little bit in the middle. And then it finally clicks back on. I'm like, oh, okay. Nope. I I love this. I love this. Yeah, episode nine is two and a half hours long, so it's literally a movie. So I think that there's just, I think they're just literally gonna pull everything together from this season, and I don't know, wild dude. <laughs> but any other thoughts on Stranger Things before we discuss the first two episodes of Obi Wan? Oh my goodness, best series ever, best Star Wars series ever. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Oh my god, wait till you see I'm not saying anything about this episode, but just like wait till you see it. Wait, just wait. It's it I think for me right now, for me right now, I'm just dying for Obi-Wan to turn on the lightsaber. That's the only thing I want right now. I just want to see him do it. Like it's so I know I'm so close to it, but I want it. <laughs> And the end of season two, that shot with his, he goes, Anakin's alive. And then, bah, this mm-hmm. Anakin's eyes. And I was like, yes. Yeah, I like that one. I like the I, parallels. I really think, I will say one thing about this series, which I think they've nailed, is it gives you, it gives you the feeling of the prequels. And yet still gives you what the current Star Wars generation is doing. And what I mean by that, like the cutscenes and the way in which characters move and the ships move gives you, makes you feel like you're watching, you know, Phantom Menace mm-hmm. through Revenge of the Sith. Like it, it just does. And then you also have you know, this kind of scale and grandeur and technology that we've been able to use with the, from Rogue One to um, Mandalorian, the kind of technology that's been built for Star Wars content that you're like, oh, we can really do some stuff now that we couldn't do before. So I, I was just, 
I don't know. I'm so happy with it. I think it's such a great series. I'm so glad what they're doing on and off camera to add as well. Um, so yeah, I, I really love this series so far, but I do think that there's a lot of content, Star Wars content that I want to finish to get more context. Cause I know in the next coming episodes, it's going to come out and I'm not up to date yet. Shocker, but I need to get up to date with some storylines that I feel are going to be in this show. I think this is the only Star Wars show I've actually gotten that into. <laughs> Which is which which is weird to me. No, I've always I've always loved Obi-Wan. I've always loved the I as weird as it is, I love Yeah, but I'm just I'm just like I feel like you should watch Mandalorian. I feel I, like I know, I just have to like sit myself down and like focus on it. I think I would like Mandalorian a lot. Um Boba Fett I tried and I just couldn't get into the first episode, but maybe if I like sit there and actually watch it um ahsoka i do want to watch i think that's gonna be interesting with rosario dawson um no you need to watch the clone wars first i know i watched like the first five episodes and i'm just like animation and i just don't mix well but i'm like gonna push through it because you're gonna need to get through that i know I've, i've heard a lot of good things about the clone wars and how like they're literally pulling everything from the clone wars for these like future star wars up like ahsoka i guess is being pulled exactly from the clone wars so i need to watch those but i actually watched um i can't even talk about it um but no episode episode one and two were really good episode one was kind of slow for me to be honest um i guess just because they're still they're picking up on like obi-wan's story but i liked seeing uncle owen i i loved that love seeing him come to obi-wan and like you need to stop like basically stalking luke because here you're the reason his father ended up the way he did i was like well shit (laughs) um i like seeing i like that we're getting luke and like a mini luke and leia like i wasn't expecting that for some reason like i just figured it was just gonna be like a darth vader and um obi-wan show but i liked it i like seeing Mm -hmm. well i i guess with like luke and leia but um I don't know. I like it a lot. I like the plot that they're going through right now. I like that he's, um, what was it? Episode two. Was that when he was in the city with Leia? Yeah. Oh, and then at the end when he's like, he's, he's running from Reva, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. She kind of spilled the beans on that one where she's like, Aunt Anakin's still alive or whatever. And like, you just see the fear on his face. And I was like, holy shit. Like he now knows that this is like real, so it, it was it was nice to see the fear of God put in him again, and he's like, well, "Fuck." <laughs> but I I think that, and it's only six episodes, so I'm kind of like, "Well, what are they gonna do?" So, and it's only, and he's only said that it's a limited series, so they're I think they're only doing one season for this, which I think it should pull everything together. Like I think it should pull, like it should kind of give him a nice send off as obi-wan unless he comes back for the future but um first two episodes it i agree with you it had it i've been trying to understand like what that feeling is and it is from like it's the prequels like i'm i'm feeling like okay this is literally what would have been happening um but i like it i do i can't wait to see what they do with the rest of the season 
I wish we got to see previews of the next episode. No, I don't. Fair. Don't want to um, ruin it. No, that that's fair. This is like, I don't know. I've just been seeing a lot of people making comments like this is what they've been waiting for. And it, it's kind of nice to see it. I've been watching like TikTok reviews on them and everyone's like giving it positive reviews. They've said like, how this is like the Obi-Wan thing that they wanted. And I love how Ewan, Ewan McGregor was able to just kind of step back into his, into that role. Oh, he never left. And even like, he never left. Oh no, no, no. And even what's funny is like, my dad was watching the episode with me today and he was so engrossed in it. Like he was just watching it with me and he was like, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> But any um, any other thoughts on Stranger Things or uh, Obi Wan? Is there anything you wanted to bring up tonight? Nope, just excited with the content that we have. I I'm just over the moon, honestly. It is honestly we've been kind of spoiled with like these two <sighs> amazing shows coming out. Can't go wrong, man. Cannot go wrong. It's amazing. And did you see, I didn't bring this up to you, but did you see they already released the trailer for um, the volume two for Stranger Things? Yes. Yeah. So we do see that Nancy lives. <laughs> I think I think Steve's going to break oh, her out of her trance. No, but I'm curious, like, okay, not that this matters in the show, but who would you, who do you like more? Do you like Nancy and Steve together or Nancy and Jonathan? I like Max and Lucas together. Oh, fair. Okay. Yeah, no, I love Nancy and Steve. I think they just have better chemistry than her and Jonathan do on the show. I mean, yeah, but also, like, Steve was a complete douchebag in the beginning, in the first season. So why why would I want not Nancy to go back into that? I mean, that's fair, but I do love that. Like, um... are we forgetting Steve? Are we forgetting Steve went to a movie theater, changed the signs on the movie theater to say Nancy is a big slut? Like, what? How? How is he redeemable? And I don't get it. Like, I get He's cute. I get the relationship with Dustin. Like, I get it. I've kind of forgiven Steve in his relationship with Dustin. But I can't forget that. That's huge to me. So I hope that Nancy's like, no, like, you're cute, but whatever. I can't remember. Did he actually write it on the movie sign or wasn't it his friends? No, he he, he did. He was on a ladder, ladder and he rearranged the letters to say Nancy is a slut. Oh, yeah, that's kind of douchey. And everyone's like, oh, I love them together. And I'm like, listen, how is, how is, how do you want to go back to that? Why would, why would I want a strong, independent woman like Nancy to go back to that? It makes no sense. <laughs> but all right. You're such an advocate for her. <laughs> I am. Cause I want the best for her. But I also think like Jonathan's not shit. Cause like for me, I don't like how he's like, oh, I'm not gonna talk to her and by me not talking to her i'm gonna protect her from things it's like oh yes here's another thing here's another thing with them that i don't like why don't you guys just talk to each other because if you talk to each other you would know that you're both insecure about talking to each other 
about who's supposed to go where. Because somehow there's like an expectation from Nancy that he's supposed to show up where she's at. And it's an expectation on his side that she's supposed to show up where he's at. I'm like, so y'all didn't talk about who's traveling to whom (laughs) during the spring break? What kind of relationship is that? Talk to each other. Ask, hey, what are you doing for spring break? Are you going to be on my side? Am I coming to you? What's happening? You're not wrong. But I just don't like the whole excuse of, ah, if I ask her to come here, then she's going to see the diamond squalor and she's not going to go to school and be smart and I'll be holding her back and she's amazing and she's so great and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, you're saying all of this stuff to yourself. You you need to talk to her so she knows that's how you feel. You're not wrong. Anyway, that's that's my rant for the evening. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> you're done on your tantrum? <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Listen, the only thing I got to say is that I'm interested to see. I, I do like where it left off, though. I didn't think it I I liked it. I liked the ending. Um, I can't wait to see what episode eight and nine come out with. I think we're going to have a lot, a lot, a lot of um, kind of. Uh, I don't even think they're loose ends, but I, I think we'll have a lot of things tied up and answered and kind of just see what it leads into for next year um but i mean those are my final thoughts anything else you want to add nope but it sounds like it's time to end i think so all right well that was another episode of twss with zach and nicole and we will see you next time